It's time to unleash you at Kangan Institute. Enroll now. Kangan.edu.au. RTO 3077. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. A very good afternoon to you or morning, depending on where you're listening. Uh, I hope your Friday afternoon or morning, as we just started, is going as well as it possibly can be. However you're putting it in, wherever you're putting it in, wonderful to have you with me for Midday Madness. Dwayne's World for the Kangan Institute. Unleash you at Kangan Institute. Enroll now. Sam Hargraves in for Dwayne today. But much like when Hawthorne rushed a whole lot of behinds in the 08 Grand Final, forcing a rule change, or much like when, whether it be Chris Scott or Ross Lyon, rested a whole bunch of players in the final round to force another rule change there, the legacy of the pipe, the pipe's legacy piece is Midday Madness. It will live on long after we are all gone. And that Midday Madness promise is if you call, you get on. Whatever you want to put on the sporting agenda, one 736 736 on the Werribee Care open line. Werribee Kia awarded National Kia Car Dealer of the Year. Werribee Kia makes buying cars easy. Whatever the topic may be from a sporting point of view, one 736 736 You can text in at any stage on the 40 Winks Temper text, 433 on the all-new Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper, a mattress like no other. Big show, uh, along with Midday Madness, which is always the feature point of Dwayne's world, we will just pepper that with some fantastic guests uh, to talk all things AFLW with Marnie Vanell from The Age. A great article about Chloe Malloy as she gets set to face the Pies for the first time after crossing to the Swans on a mega deal uh, in the off-season. Sam Brief is a baseball broadcaster from the US who's going to set up the World Series for us. Um, uh, Texas looking for their first ever World Series. The Diamondbacks looking for their first since 2001. So he will get you set up with everything you need to know. Uh, Almost like a a layman's guide to the World Series, if you're going to have a look at that and you haven't quite been following it throughout the course of the year. Uh, Benjamin Kadani is going to join us to talk NBA, the opening games of the season. How did our Aussies go? He will give us the update. And there is a new, well, there's just a new unicorn in the world of basketball and he will tell us all about how the number one pick uh, went yesterday for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Ian Smith, the voice of New Zealand cricket, the voice of the 2019 World Cup win by the barest of margins. Australia are going to take on New Zealand. That's who Aussies have got next at the World Cup. So the great Ian Smith will join us after 2pm. Campbell Brown in his regular spot. And today I have a, a mystery guest that is going to join us. Uh, and I'll reveal that later on in the show. He'll just join us for a little short burst. Uh, it's a sponsored segment, but one of the biggest names uh, in AFL. That, that's where you can sort of start your guessing going. We'll, we'll join us for a little spot, but it's always a pleasure to speak to a man that's done what he's done uh, in the world of football. And now just venturing into some racing as well. Midday Madness is for Work Locker, Caram Downs, and for Packingham. Uh, workwear for wherever you work. Uh, I'm going to put my hand up straight away today. Now, they say that a good tradesman never blames their tools um, and a good parent never blames their kids for when they are under the weather, so to speak, uh, a little bit um, under-rested. Uh, no no sleep last night. Uh, Charlie Bear, um, like a burst pipe, it was sort of going out whichever end it could come out of and it was, uh, it was, it was horrific scenes uh, at our household last night. Uh, he was very unwell and, and we didn't sleep. So a good tradesman never blames his tools. A good parent never blames their kids. I've never professed to be a good tradesman or a good parent just yet. 
So I will blame Charlie Bear for me being <laughs> I'll just be off the I might just be off the mark a little today. We're working on no sleep, so be gentle off the 40 Winks Temper text if you can. Now, if, if you're not a parent, you'll go, oh, I couldn't give a stuff. Some parents out there might also say the same, but some might just empathize a little bit with the no sleep and the kid uh, having a, a bit of issues at both ends uh, throughout the course of the evening. Um, crazy scenes, frightening scenes last night in, in our household. But Midday Madness for Work Lock at Caram Downs and for packing them unlocked, stocked and full of value workwear forever you work, visit worklocker.com.au. A couple of things I want to chat about today. We'll keep it easy for a Friday. But I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you to get your crystal ball out, get your, your tea leaves out, get your tarot cards out, get your magic eight ball out. We're going to go long range specking. But I was looking back over previous years and Max Lawton from Fox Sports actually put me onto this with one of his yearly articles that he does uh, at the start of every season. For a long time now, and, and I've only gone back 10 years, but I think it goes back even further. But on average now, three teams will come out of the eight in the following year that were in the previous year. So automatically we're going to start next year knowing that three of the teams that made finals this year are not going to, because that's on average minimum two maximum for a couple of times over the last 10 years, four teams have gone out and four teams have come in. One of the teams that comes out of the eight is going to come out of the top four entirely. So think Geelong last year, premiers then out of the eight that's happened three times, by the way, in the last 10 years that the premiers have missed the eight completely the next year. But one team from the top four will miss the eight completely. Now, one team that comes from outside the eight into the eight the following year will actually go into the top four as well. That's happened nine out of the 10 times in the last 10 years. Actually, it might not be nine, but it's around that mark. See, I told you, sleep deprived. But we, more often than not, get a team come completely outside the eight into the top four. So I think Collingwood last year in 2022 from where they were in 2021 when they finished 17th, I think a few years ago, Brisbane 15th to second, so on and so forth. So that happens on a regular basis uh, as well. So one of those from the bottom four, every now and then, goes into the top four. And then three times in the 10 years, the Premier has missed the eight. So I just want to ask you, it's an easy one. So who's coming out of, the, who are the three teams that are coming out of this year's top eight? One of those has to come out of the top four. So that's a caveat because that's what happens in the majority of the years. And then which of the three teams that finished outside the eight this year are going to finish inside the eight? And one of those is going to finish in the top four. one 736 It's a basic one, but it's one just to get your thinking caps on. And I want you just to state your case as well. So I've got the Western Bulldogs coming in. Because of all the teams, you'd think they would be the most likely. With the list that they've got, they'll get natural improvement from some of their young stars. Maybe Luke Beveridge will be told in no uncertain terms something's got to change. So it feels like it's a, a really, really big year for Luke Beveridge to maybe prove some of the doubt is wrong, that he still has what it takes to take this list to the promised land. So backs against the wall style vibe for the Western Bulldogs this year. They'll get Jamari Eugle-Hagen's natural improvement. Maybe even they'll bite the bullet and put Aaron Norton back to defence. They bring a couple of depth players in uh, in the form of Caulfield and Harms. That midfield's just too good not to be inside the top eight. And maybe there's just a couple of tweaks that can go into making that team a top eight and maybe even a top four team. Adelaide is an easy one as well because they probably should have been in if not for a suspect goal umpiring call. But you can 
blame that all you want, but they had opportunities throughout the course of the season. They had numerous games. They had more scoring shots in their opposition, uh, and they weren't able to get the job done in last quarters. They will learn from that. They will train better for it, and I think they will make the natural jump from where they finish this year into the eight next year. The third one I'm going to say that will go into the eight next year is the Gold Coast Suns. The Gold Coast Suns are going to make the eight next year, and they may even make the four. I'm going to make the Western Bulldogs my team if I had to predict who would jump from outside the eight into the top four, but I wrestled with this all morning. The Gold Coast Suns have a much better list than we think. It just hasn't realized its potential yet. Ben King's going to get another year back from a long-term injury, and by and large, the second year back from a long-term injury is a better year. It'll be his forward line to control, his forward line to step up in, Maybe the Academy product goes straight in because we're hearing incredible things about him. So their list, when you look at it, all the talent they have, they've got top 10 pick after top 10 pick and they get Damien Hardwick. And what he can do with that list is maybe one of the most exciting propositions for next year. So I've got, and it pains me to say it because A-Rod's looking at me now thinking, where are the Hawks? Where are the Hawks? If I could put a fourth team in, because this year there were four changes to last year's top eight to this year's top eight. So if I was going to put a fourth team in there, it would be the Hawks. And just to settle my Hawthorne brethren down, I'll say John Newcomb's my early pick for the Brownlow medal. If that, just to make you feel and make us feel just a little bit better. So your three teams that are going to come out, one of them has to come out of the top four completely. Because when you look back over the last 10 years, that has happened in nine of the 10 years. So in 2015, when the Hawks won, Geelong, they were third. They went out of the eight. In 2016, Frio, out of the eight. They finished first in the regular season the year before. 2017, the Hawks came out of the eight after being third the year before. 2018, the Crows come out after finishing first and losing the grand final. 2019, the Hawks fourth to ninth. It happened again. 2020, didn't happen that year. But then in 2021, Richmond went from third to 12th. And then 2022, when Geelong won, Port went from second to 11th. And then in 2023, Geelong went out after finishing as premiers the year before. So a team is going to go out of the four completely. And then three teams are going to come in. one 736 736 So I didn't tell you my three teams that are going to come out. And this is where it always upsets a few. Last year, I predicted that was going to be Collingwood and uh, the level of abuse I received, I actually got abused from a lady who was a doctor in California when that went up. That's how far reaching my abuse came. Uh, this was a, a someone at the height, the, the height of her profession was a, a doctor, I think possibly even a surgeon and said, no, just the level of abuse was unheard of. Uh, so out of the top four, who's the team that's going to come out? Would it be Melbourne because of all that's been going on in the off season or will it be a galvanizing thing for them? I'll have Port Adelaide coming out. I think Melbourne will stay in. And then the teams that I think will come out, the other two teams I think come out of the top eight will be St Kilda, will go out. And I'll have Sydney dropping out as well. I can't see Collingwood coming out. I can't see Brisbane coming out. I can't see Carlton going out. And I can't see the Giants going out. So those are the three teams that I think are going to come out. one 736 That's on the Werribee Kia open line. Kia awarded National Kia Car Dealer of the Year. Werribee Kia makes buying cars easy. Or text in. There's a ton of 40 Winks text coming in. 0433 98 11 16, which I'll get through all of those on the 40 Winks temper 
text. When we come back, I want to play you the response to Peter Belandis. It's coming thick and fast after he declared that the NRL had the AFL in its sights and was going to leave it in the rear view with this trip they've got planned to Las Vegas. The response has been pretty substantial going back towards Peter Belandis. So I'll get your thoughts on that and maybe give a couple of my own on the other side of this. Midday Madness is for Worklocker in Caram Downs and Dwayne's World is for the Kangan Institute, one 736 736